You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lowe sabe que entre más opciones tengan los pros, mejores son las posibilidades para sus clientes. Por eso hemos tenido en cuenta a los pros como tú, para crear la mejor exhibición con una gran variedad de marcas exclusivas de alfombra Stainmaster, pisos de vinilo Procore Plus y pisos laminados Pergo. Aprovecha grandes cantidades de los artículos que necesitas y a buenos precios cada día. Otra razón más por la que Lowe's es el nuevo hogar de los pros. Make or buy, it's your decision, and we tell you how to make your own solutions to remove the drudge work from marketing and rocket the results in the process. We learn how to do both from a mobile hero and Jam City director of marketing, so stay tuned for this and more in episode number 402. Cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection. Equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy Ann Sauls. Thanks, Ricky. And thank you for joining Mobile Presence. I'm your host, as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, founder of Mobile Groove. And as you know, I probably don't need to tell you, but I will tell you anyway, because it's always great to hear the numbers, not just to hear like, oh, this is a big year for apps. No, mobile gaming apps are experiencing their biggest year yet, with revenues slated to surpass, wait for it, a cool 100 billion. In fact, I've seen three uh, billion, but this is 100 billion, according to latest data from App Annie and IDC. So put it together, 2020 could obviously produce the biggest windfalls for gaming app marketers, but there could be a couple of headaches as well because you have to optimize campaigns, pinpoint promising channels, and that means possibly partnering more closely with machines, with automation. So we're going to talk about that with my guest today, Scott Palmer, Director of Marketing from Jam City's User Acquisition Team, 10-year veteran in the gaming industry, has led growth efforts on games such as Cookie Jam, Harry Potter, Panda Pop, um, turning them into mega hits, and uh, really good at it as well because he has the expertise that has earned him the title of Mobile Hero as chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. So, Scott, first of all, welcome to Mobile Presence. Great to have you here. Uh, thank you for having me, Peggy. 
So as I said, I played it up, right? You know, you've, you've been behind quite a few mega hits, but you've also probably done it in your own way. I'd just like to hear from you, you also as a mobile hero, you know, what do you think you, you brought to the table here? What earned you that title? What was your contribution to, the, to these mega hits, to these mega successes? Sure. Yeah. You know, I've been with Jam City a long time and it's allowed me a lot of opportunities to grow with the company and grow with our products. And, uh, you know, I've done UA on a number of different games. I've uh, led operations um, for a lot of our different launches, Uh, but probably the more unique um, role I play at the company is helping to kind of build internal tools and processes to organize ourselves better. And I think that's been a huge differentiator for us. Uh, you know, so being able to just um, run all of our UA campaigns through our own tool sets for when we're buying on Facebook and Google has just led to amazing possibilities where, you know, we really have a greater understanding of uh, where performance uh, lies, where, you know, creative's working because we just uh, have like top to bottom insights on, on what's happening for our campaigns. And, and I think uh, just it's given us a huge advantage in, you know, how we can kind of build processes to manage a number of different games. And it really changes when you start having to run user acquisition on two to three, five, ten different titles at a time. I mean, that was what made me very excited about this show, actually, Scott, because I was reading your blog, and we'll get to that later. We always tell people where to look for it and where in the show notes. But that I found the most interesting blog in a while because this was not about make or buy. This was how to make. And that is very cool. So I hinted at the top, you know, marketers, gaming app marketers, they're going to need some help to keep up the great results. This was a boom year for gaming apps, right? Because COVID confined at home, you know, numbers just went through the roof. But then the question is, how do we keep it going, right? How do we keep the momentum? And you've shown how you can do that by, um, you know, creating, I don't know what you want to call it, shortcuts, workarounds, ways of using tech in a really helpful way. We will get into that in detail, but I'm just wondering where'd the idea come from? What's in your background to make you want to tinker and build? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if it's anything particularly in my background, aside from not wanting to do unnecessary work. Uh, I guess that's, you know, maybe driven by <laughs> okay. a bit of laziness, but you know, the, just, uh, you know, and I, I referenced this in a blog I wrote, just the hours put in that were useless, you know, just, mm-hmm. uh, just arbitrary clicking through campaigns, campaign setup, things that don't really add any value. You know, they're, they're not, um, helping to really grow the company. Um, just that campaign management time spent, uh, doing again, just things that are rather arbitrary, like uploading, uh, assets to, you know, platforms so you can run campaigns. All this led to just, you know, not wanting to find a solution that really streamlined it. And, you know, we also were, uh, I think, especially when we're starting to um, see a time crunch on, on my team side from, you know, being able to have enough hours in the day to get through all the campaign management we wanted. It was uh, just a problem we needed a solution for. And it was either going to be problem solved by more, you know, human output, hiring more people, or it's going to be mm-hmm. something that we could solve for by uh, potentially finding problems that could be automated and streamlined and uh, just reducing unnecessary clicking. And, and that's, uh, you know, just kind of the route it went. Um, but, you know, it was also just a little bit of luck of having the right people at the company, engineers to, to help with this problem and, um, you know, being able to uh, 
translate what we wanted to do into actual mm -hmm. results. And it sounds like a really interesting um, angle here. I'm hearing a lot of people say that it can, there's a lot of drudge work in marketing. You know, there's a lot of this putting stuff in or uploading assets. And if you're doing this across both operating systems, you know, 200 countries, uh, two operating systems, you know, the math gets monstrous. Before we get into the shortcuts that I think are so valuable that you've shared, could you give me any sort of top level ranges of what I can save or what I can, you know, either in time savings, money savings, or just, you know, stress levels, right, in these times, if I'm using some level of automation? I mean, what have you seen, for example? Yeah, so let me maybe narrow it down to some more concrete examples. Um, mm -hmm. So the, the first big milestone for us was we built out a um, fully functional platform to manage and uh, run all of our campaigns for Facebook. Um, so that tends to be, especially, you know, three, five years ago, Facebook was much less uh, automated, let's say, you know, they had um, right. a lot more manual work around managing bids and budgets. Uh, and so the time savings we put on that, which, you know, the, the, the different components would be um, creative management. So we, we automated actual uploading of assets from our Dropbox. So that, you know, we got it to the point where we're not even touching the asset files at all. We're just putting it in Dropbox and then we run scripts that are just going to upload the Facebook API. Um, campaign management. I mean, this isn't anything special. There's plenty of SaaS platforms that do this very well. Um, and even, you know, ads manager on Facebook's gotten a lot better. But just the the organization gains we got from it of being able to, to build it all internally to have the, the name scheme of campaigns um, cleaned up and, and never uh, having issues in them, errors that you know, might uh, cause for analysis to, to be broken or we can't uh, track back to campaigns. All, all of these kind of things uh, start to build momentum where you know, when we slowly clean up all of the um, hiccups we might find, uh, we put time savings around, I would say, uh, conservatively about eight hours a week of a person's time. And wow. I think as we scaled up and added more products, we were definitely looking at, you know, a saving headcount of you know, one to two people. Um, and that's, you know, going from early, you know, maybe 2015, 2016, where, you know, we were only running, I think, uh, five or so apps back then. Um, but, you know, nowadays it would, without some of the tools we've created just on Facebook alone, I think we would be needing to add a, you know, two to three more people at least. So really in a way what you're doing is you're making it possible that you can focus people's energy on maybe more interesting, more exciting things. I mean, it's certainly, you know, an HR draw to say, hey, work with you guys because I'm going to get to do interesting things. I'm not going to be running, you know, the Dropbox to Facebook upload stream, right? Um, is that what happens? Do people say, hey, this is great. You know, I can, I can do more with my time. Uh, I just want to understand, you know, the human advantage to this before we get into the business advantage. I think that's definitely a huge benefit we see with people coming into the company. Uh, of course, there's the challenge of having to learn a new set of tools uh, that are a lot more custom and might not have a you know, equivalent out there in the industry. Um, but what we find is, you know, people, uh, it unlocks them to be able to, like we talk about, working on problems that actually can benefit the company and not just, uh, you know, add work to their plate. Um, so I think the, the biggest 
is our marketers you know are, can be much more involved in the creative ideation process. Um, so we've built out a team of uh, you know creative services that you know work on the problem of how to make better ads for you know UA. But really, this is a, involves should be involving uh, media buyers as well, and uh, you know just being able to to have less time put into campaign management means that they can kind of dig deeper into the problem of, you know, trying to generate better creatives. And they can do that also through just uh, having tools to um, better do that analysis. So trying to understand, you know, where users are coming from, what drives performance. It's, it's just all the time savings can be put back into asking these questions to, to better understand the player's motivations and, and what's, you know, why they're playing the game what uh, led them there, where they're coming from, um, you know, what, what kind of uh, connections can we, you know, uh, create to know, you know, what led them to the game. Mm -hmm. And of course that's allowing you to think more strategically and ultimately um, reach higher because you can as a marketer, we do have to go to break right now, Scott, but I will bring us back, obviously. And uh, listeners, we'll be talking about some shortcuts, some ways that you can think about solutions for your own problems um, and also address them and ultimately succeed in the process. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And we're back to Mobile Presence. We have Scott Palmer, Director of Marketing for JamCity's User Acquisition Team. And before the break, Scott, we were talking about you know, just the overall importance of why automate? What's the time savings? What's the, what's the stress savings? What are the advantages? So we, we're absolutely on the same page. There is a reason to do this. Now we're going to talk about the how. And you have a blog, Improving User Acquisition Through Automation, Three Things to Automate Right Now. Absolutely noteworthy and a must-read blog. But in your own words, maybe you can tell me a little bit of a tip from there. Management of tracking links, for example. How can I do that better? What's a, what's a little bit of a shortcut, something I can tinker with to get better results? Yeah, so I think this idea is probably 
you know, a little outside the box for most people. And that was the goal here is to suggest something that's, you know, probably an area you wouldn't consider or necessarily put time into uh, modifying because you know, most mobile marketers, they have, you know, their mobile measurement partner choice that they're, they're working with. And they're probably fine going into that platform, generating the links uh, they need for campaigns, making some modifications to uh, those tracking links that they had to need, add, need to add new parameters or something like that, and then sharing it with a partner. And so for, for many companies, that's fine. You know, if you're managing one product, that's not a huge headache. Um, as you, operations grow, or if you need to work uh, to create a lot of different links, you know, work with a lot of different partners, this can become a problem. So we decided to, to take this on and try and solve this issue internally. And so what, what we did is, you know, uh, our MMP of choice, uh, we work with Adjust, has API access, and it allows us to uh, actually create these links off-platform. So what's the reason for doing that? What's the benefit? Um, it means we have like a single platform where a we uh, control the, the flow for creating links. So we minimize the amount of clicks we have to go, you know, to click into to different uh, pages to take the action we want. We can just have all the actions we want on a single page versus some platforms require clicking into multiple pages, maybe checking a bunch of boxes. Um, this is we just set the flow exactly as we want it. Mm -hmm. um, B, we can generate the link the way we want. So that's standardized campaign names. We we add unique IDs to it, uh, and then also we're adding our own uh, parameters onto the link and uh, organizing data that will get passed back eventually uh, to our own data warehouse exactly as we want it. And this just makes everything a little bit cleaner. Um, but then there's just some operational benefits of you know if we're Generating all these links, it's it's very easy to uh, just you know lose track of what's being generated, what the settings are on each of these links, um, you know what's been shared with partners. So we have a sing, uh, kind of a unified platform that allows us generate the links, see the campaign naming, and then share it with our partners uh, via email directly from the same platform. So there's just less disconnect of steps. You know, we're not I'm not worried about uh, going into one. Different, a different website to generate the links, then going back to like maybe my email and collecting all those into a CSV file that I can then share with a partner, then going and getting the assets that I also need to share with that partner. Uh, we've, it allows us just to do it from a single platform. And, and really that's like the theme here is just what can you minimize from the time spent from wasting going to all these different, uh, uh, you know, logins and trying to generate, uh, you know, links from different pages to having it all in a single place. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it's like really obvious why you shouldn't just pay for a SaaS solution to handle these problems and these types of workarounds. But how do you approach that internally? I mean, when you go to someone within the company and say, hey, I've got a great idea. We're not going to buy something to fix this. We're going to do it ourselves. We're going to build software that meets our needs. Is there a difficulty that marketers need to think about in getting buy-in for that? Maybe you even have a couple of uh, uh, sentences they can use when they're trying to get people to say, yeah, yeah, I get this. Let's not throw money at it. Let's just work on it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we face this problem. You know, I saw hesitation internally mm -hmm. when we were looking to kind of build some solutions at first. Um, we, I think the biggest thing is, you know, money talks. If you can uh, try and show use case for, you know, where this is going to actually save money. And I, I think it can in a lot of cases, um, that's going to be 
the first way to, you know, I think put a foot forward is just showing the potential for cost savings, time savings, efficiency gains, whatever that may be. Um, but sometimes, you know, that it might come out that you can't show cost savings and that a SaaS solution is better. And there, there's definitely times when that's true. Um, but the, the biggest thing to it too is, you know, SaaS solutions just might not make sense. You might be looking at a product that has the ability, it's, you know, it's basically a Ferrari and you need a Toyota Corolla. And that's also a huge part of it is if you can show like, hey, I, I just we need to build something that only allows us to do these things. And there's not much feature creep here. There's not a lot of like, um, there's not, you know, plans to add on a lot to it. We just want to solve this. We don't want to pay, you know, the big price tag that comes with a SaaS solution and we can just be done with it. Then that's also can be helpful too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's actually, you know, what got us started is, you know, we, we were working with companies that I think try and build an all in one product. They try and, uh, service so many different, uh, industries, you know, especially for mobile, uh, user acquisition, you know, they're trying to create products that, uh, are crafted for e-com gaming, uh, and all these other verticals when you might need something that only, uh, can handle some specific things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And also, who should be working on this within the company? I mean, in in some cases, just like, hey, I really want to do this. This is interesting. I want. I understand the workflow. Let me let me do it. I can fit that. It'll be an exact fit for our needs. But maybe is it something where you have marketing and engineering together because they need to sit together? Um, who needs to really be the person who owns this, the the task, I guess, is the question. And also someone who maybe owns the communication around it because customized solutions also need to evolve. So there probably has to be some give and take, some some discussion around what is it, what is the stack, how does it suit our needs, and how is it going to adapt? So a little bit of a couple questions in there all around the teamwork. Maybe you can tell me how it works over at Jam City or how it should work in a best case scenario. And essentially, you know, in traditional engineering best practices, this would be a product manager that that owns kind of the um, development of the product features, just traditional product management. Uh, and I mean, that's my role, essentially, you know, I'm, I'm acting as product management uh, within user acquisition team on our tools. Um, but, you know, we, we at Champs City, we kind of stumbled into this in the sense that, you know, <clears throat> we started with, uh, more of a simple goal and it wasn't something that required hiring up. We, we didn't, you know, again, want to invest too much in this before we knew we had something. And uh, so our team of media buyers acted as product managers. You know, this was something that I did for a number of years, just kind of as a uh, split focus uh, within our job. You know, we had uh, some wonderful, talented full stack engineers to help with uh, this problem that, you know, we were trying to solve and we had their involvement, but the, the key ingredient was we had media buyers that were, uh, much more, they were involved with the products that they were trying to build around They were, They, uh, understood, you know, the problems we were facing. So we didn't have, um, you know, two, we didn't need extra people to necessarily like, uh, translate those problems. And then we had just really talented engineering team that, can understand, you know, what the, how to solve this problem through technology. We didn't need people to, a lot of people to work on, you know, how to uh, uh, solve this problem, like how to uh, go about like creating specs for it. It was just much more about taking action and trying to get it done. 
Um, I think for teams though, you know, if, uh, if they're evaluating this and they, they want to be conservative, you know, they don't want to go uh, jumping into the deep end and totally it can done if, you know, the team can put a little extra time in to work with engineers to, to draft up the problem, present it, um, show examples of other products that maybe uh, they, they want to um, mimic that, you know, is already solving this. Um, there's definitely a way to do it without needing to hire up uh, a lot of different team members. If people can put in a little extra time to, uh, you know, just show what they're trying to do. So that makes a lot of sense, Scott. And of course it is a team effort and we're going to be talking about teamwork. When we get back, we're going to have a fun section. I think it's a surprise for you, Scott. I didn't tell you. We come back, we do something we call rapid fire. I'm going to throw out some words and uh, you're going to give us some great answers and some top tips. So don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And we're back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, as always, Peggy Ann Saltz. My guest today, Scott Palmer, Director of Marketing for Jam City's User Acquisition Team. And as I said, this is it. This is how we do it from here on. We talk in the last section, not segment of the show, rather. We talk about just what comes into your mind, Scott. So I'm going to throw them out, and you're going to throw them back, okay? A little bit of fun here. So right. I'm going to throw out the first term, marketing stack, what comes to mind patchwork most companies it's a patchwork sounds like you're talking from experience a little frustration in there i'm hearing <laughs> what are you are you a top of funnel guy or down funnel metrics type of guy definitely down funnel i, I think uh it's important for marketers to understand and work on the entire funnel so it doesn't just stop uh, at the click and in the install targeting becoming automated <laughs> so 
less uh, less control over targeting from uh, for you know on the big platforms nowadays. But uh, okay. uh, yeah, less automated or more automated. Great segue to big platforms. AdWords more challenging. <laughs> it's uh, it's gotten easier, I think, in recent years, but definitely can be a more challenging platform. Okay. All right. Sounds like a little bit of a, uh, a mystery there, but I'll leave you go on that one. Scale. Product dependent. <laughs> so scale is, uh, I think, ties to how well the product can do. Cookie Jam. OG. That's one of our, our yeah. original big hits. Uh, I love that game. Um, yeah, it was uh, one of the first big hits I've worked on. So it's near and dear to me. Uh, I, one of the first I wrote about, actually, ever at Pocket Gamers. So yeah, going going back there. One that everybody loves from people such as yourself, you yeah. know, growth hack or low-hanging fruit. Just just one that you can think of. Overrated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go be a little contrarian here. Um, you know, usually growth hacks associated with uh, quick shortcuts, and I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm a fan of creating quick shortcuts, but I don't believe in them for, uh, you know, growth hacks in terms of uh, product growth hacks. Okay, very cool. You know, I, I like straightforward talk, straight out. You said it, you did it, Scott. Thanks so much for being my guest today on Mobile Presence. It was really good and informative as well. So fun and informative. Yeah, this has been great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And of course, as I told everyone at the top of the show, right, check out Scott. Do read it. I read it, right? On all of the other mobile heroes in the series, check out their dedicated page over at heroes.liftoff.io. And of course, if you want to stay in touch with me or keep up with what's going on at Mobile Presence throughout the week, you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at Mobile Groove. MobileGroove.com is where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And of course, check out this and all earlier episodes of our show. That's 400 of them now by going to WMR.FM or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.